boys and girls all over the world tune that dial in to the show where the hosts put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix saying you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shanley hey everybody boys girls Friends, anybody who's anybody, welcome to the Weekly Watch Wheel, where we'll watch a movie. A movie. My name is Matt, and I'm here with the two greatest people of all ages. I'm here with James. James, how you doing, my friend? I don't know, man. I do not like the way that I have my mic and chair set up right now. I don't think it's something that I can fix, but I'm not into it. Fix so, it. I don't think I can. I want I you to be just, comfortable. I think it's just the way it's going to be. I, I, we want you to be comfortable. I think there's Look, a better way. I don't need you to solve my problems. I just need you to listen, okay? I just need to feel heard. But don't tell me your problems if you don't want me to try to solve them. See? The, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna make yourself comfortable or what? I just fixed it. Oh, really? Good. That was it, Shanley? Seriously? Okay. How are you doing, Shanley? I'm good. I was actually very uncomfortable with my sitting setup, and my lovely husband got me comfortable. So I was just very surprised that one little adjustment solved all his problems. Yeah, you got one heck of a setup there. You got like a wedge behind your back. You've got a dink. At your feet, sleeping. I got a plethora of pillows and a blanket and a puzzle-shaped pillow. I don't know if it's because I... It's called the Jiggy. It's from Banjo-Kazooie from Rare... Rare the game developer. Rare, 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 rare. Banjo-Kazooie, Jiggy. It's not a puzzle. (laughs) It's not a puzzle. But it's a pillow that's in the shape of a puzzle piece. It's in the shape of a jiggy. Puzzle pieces aren't three-dimensional. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's a 3D puzzle. I don't know if it's because I'm an overweight person, and I've been for the majority of my life, but the way that you have those pillows set up, it reminds me of the way that Ritz crackers come in their packaging in the sleeve. They're kind of just stacked up. Just lined up. Yeah. I mean, there are other things that are lined up in planet Earth, but instantly I thought of crackers. Like a ream of pillows? (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say a ream of Ritz crackers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We don't have any Ritz crackers. Ritz crackers suck. That is false. Honestly, can I tell you something that's going to blow your mind right now? Uh Uh-huh. The best crackers in the world are saltines, bro. Best crackers in the world. The generic brand of saltines, the Safeway Select saltine crackers. It's the best. They're just they're simple. They're to the point. They're amazing. I love them. One time I get those in like a ginger ale or a sprite and just chill out. It's the best. You sound so old, man. Dude, I've been doing that since I was like four. Who taught you to do something like that? My mother. Your mother? They're old. Huh? Was your mother old at the time? She still is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Old then, old now. That's what she does. 
just ages. Yeah. Uh, I was re-listening through our episode with Ariel, and I made the false claim that Ariel was our first guest on the podcast. Yeah. That's you not son true. Of a gun. Your your mom was the f- <laughs> <Boom roasted. laughs> gotcha burn <laughs> sick burn. <laughs> um, um, going back to crackers, you introduced me to a interesting cracker combo. Ah, uh, yeah. Me and Shanley are an interesting cracker combo. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, halvesies in the building. Good for you guys. Yeah, what Shanley's referring to. And I write this down because this is really important. You get the sun-dried tomato and basil wheat thins. And I know this sounds disgusting, but hear me out. Um, And just a tub of whipped cream cheese. (laughs) And you dip it in the cream cheese. It's it's delicious. It's one of the best things. So gross. I feel like you adding the word tub made it feel (laughs) grosser than it needed to be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, not container or anything. When it's tub, <laughs> you just think of a like a curdy vat of yeah. saturated fatness. What you do is you get a, you sit in a tub. You get a, you get a keg of cream cheese. Even that sounds better. And then you pump it out onto the crackers. <laughs> you tap it. Yeah, and it's just kind of <laughs> you just slosh it. Uh, yeah, that's disgusting. You guys are disgusting. It was surprisingly good. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't try it, so you don't know. If I went disgusting. through. A, I knew it was disgusting. Uh, there's a lot of things they're I haven't disgusting. tried, and I still know they're gross. And same for you, I imagine. Yeah, but I can't say definitively that it's yeah. gross. Okay, well then, do you want to try licking my toe right now? No, but Why? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that it tastes gross definitively. Thank you. I'm not going to do it because I assume it tastes <laughs> gross. You I said I'll just say. Oh, I was like, damn, you know, it boundaries with this marriage. I thought you were saying, I will I got, lick I'll your lick toe. No, I don't need to. What? I just what do you know. mean? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you don't need to? I she don't wants need to. to. <laughs> I, I really don't want to do that either. There you will be to. no licking of the toes. I but get I'm already to. going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's toe licking privilege over here. <laughs> yeah, because you have the option not to, which is amazing. I appreciate having the option to, but I will always choose not to. Yeah, that's in solidarity great. with those less fortunate. <laughs> of course, until others. I won't lick your toes until <laughs> everyone can lick your toes. That's beautiful. Well, that's why I married her. Because of the toe thing? Because she thinks about others. Gotcha. <laughs> Shanley's defining characteristic. She's concerned with everyone else getting. <laughs> wow, she's, this is the hardest she's laughed <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a particularly loud night tonight. Is the side window open? That's what I was wondering. It's yeah. closed. We're sorry, everyone, that you have to hear the sounds of the streets. Yeah, I know. All the listeners out there are just so devastated. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jimmy, we saw something this week where someone went, peace. What was that? That was Independence Day. Who? who, When? Who said it? Who do you think said it? 
I don't know. I don't see color. Wow. Well, <laughs> you knew where I was going with it. So. <laughs> so Will Smith says it to. I imagine he says it to the aliens when they when break they le- free. Oh from my the... gosh, that was amazing. Yeah. He Shanley on Independence Day. She was there. Yeah. You were you there when this happened? Were you awake? Do you just want to yeah, say no, it no, on no, air? I remember it. I remember no. like hearing it, but not really registering what would happened. Well, that's kind of how excited. you live in this apartment. That's very true. <laughs> I tune in like as needed. Yeah, when anyone and... challenges your consciousness, <laughs> or when there's food being made, then you tune in. Yep. Usually on a thirty second delay too. Uh-huh. She has a, a a mind apartment that's uh, you know like unit 767 or something and she she goes there from time to time then comes back yeah yeah so will smith went peace it was awesome so we're in good company because we all say it no you you still are the only one you're my only one i said it sarcastically in the end closing message and then you started inserting that into episodes before you started saying peace and so now it sounds like it's just a thing I say, and that's really upsetting. Hmm. What were we going to do on this episode? Oh, we watched a movie. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, you done did the spin. Also, oh. if if you're semi-new here, what we do on this show is we have a wheel full of the worst qualifications for choosing a movie on your one night a week to have a movie night, and... Uh, then we watch the movie. So, Jimmy, you spun the wheel. And you got to choose. if you're semi-nude here, what we do is talk about licking toes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've already done that segment. I know, but the I weekly, just wanted to make the sure. The weekly segment of licking toes. people might not know, if they're nude, that's what we're about. Yeah, nude. Semi-nude. Yeah. If you're fully dressed, get comfortable. Semi-nude up. Semi-nude down. And semi new down sounds like a lyric, <laughs> like a, like a reggae lyric. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like something that the uh, the fun gang from the labyrinth sang. Sounds like something from Informer. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy, you spun. <laughs> Speaking of snow, what? You're you're a lot like snow, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. I've heard that because you also licky boom boom down. That's all I do. Right, Shanley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, okay, so I spun. I guess we have to talk about it. Um, I made a mistake. Uh, I think that I could have chosen better, but I chose Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Tim Bruton and starring Jonathan Depp. Uh-huh. And uh, I hated it. Did you? Just throwing that out right away. That's fine. Bam. Shanley, did you hate it? Don't get on it. I um, don't, I don't know if I will go through to say I hate it. I feel like it's just like so underwhelming that it's like I'm like apathetic towards it, you know? Like Right. It wasn't I feel like it needed to work harder for me to hate it. Wow. You know? I get you. What did you think about that? So, I liked this movie when it first came out, and I definitely saw it a few times since. And I thought... You saw... Oh. No, not since we watched it. You've seen this movie multiple times in your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought this movie on DVD. That's so weird. Uh, 
And when I watched it, I was afraid that I was going to find that everybody's right uh, and that that I was going to hate it too. And I certainly liked it a lot less than I did once the novelty of it being new wore off. I think that as a kid, I liked it so much because it was like the new thing. And at the time, Johnny Depp was was not played out for me, I think. Um, so some of that dross had worn off a little bit. But I, I still enjoyed it, and I and I look forward to getting into it uh, together. But Jimmy, why don't I? I imagine most people know what the story is, but it's it's your bidding to summarize it. It's my bidding. Your bidding. How so? Because you spun it. Why does that make it my bidding? Do I not know the meaning of the word bidding? Doesn't that mean it's like your assignment? I thought bidding is like your desire. Is it like my if, desire? If, uh, like I bid you well, good lady. And, and do like, thy I, bidding. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe is it your not, is it your desire as well? I use the I word incorrectly, but I do not bid to to talk about this movie tonight. <laughs> the ordering or requesting. Just... The ordering or requesting of someone to do something. Yeah. So you uh. are bidding that I talk about it. Okay, so you should do my bidding. Shanley, you just had that off the top of your head. That was amazing. She's good like that. She yeah. really knows that Anglish. Yeah, I'm really good. She's the effing queen of Anglish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then do... Is the music guy back? There's a crazy person screaming outside, but they've quieted down in response to the shush. Um, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I didn't know you could hear that. <laughs> All right, so All right, do my bidding. I will do your bidding, bro. So, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, based on a rolled doll book. That's how I rolled. It's about a dude named Charlie, and he is like a poor, and he lives with his parents and their parents. And I don't know where his parents sleep, but their parents all sleep in a bed together. Because that's how poor they are. And they live in that bed. And they don't leave it. Ever. Uh, And one of the grandparents used to work at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory in town. Okay. And then he got fired because Willy Wonka was like, everyone's stealing my junk and giving it to my competitors. You don't want your junk being given to your competitors. Yeah, you don't. That's not where your junk belongs. Um your junk so it's got to be your he fired junk. everyone and they shut down and then he started running stuff again stuff but he didn't hire anyone back so it's like oh what and then he sends out a whole bunch of regular people on bikes to put up <laughs> flyers that he's gonna have like a contest thing to let a bunch of kids into the the factory if they find the golden tickets and poor Charlie Bucket ends up with one of the tickets and so do a bunch of bad kids. And they go into the factory where Willy Wonka uh, has set up a series of traps for the bad children uh, <laughs> mixed with singing slave employees, choreography and dancing. Oh, I don't like stuff. that word. Um, sorry. Prisoners with jobs. Um <laughs> And at the end of it, he 
is like you can have the stuff but you have to leave your family because I have unresolved family issues in this version of the story mm-hmm. and then we get to see him resolve those with Saruman uh, <laughs> and uh, who is his dad yeah, dentist, just to be clear Saruman it's not the, the character. dentist um, <laughs> and they hug and then Charlie <laughs> gets to move his crappy house Saruman the, Saruman the whitening factory. wizard yeah is that funny because no, he's a dentist I don't think so um, <laughs> but um, yeah that's the movie nice so now we got that out of the way. What do you guys want, want to spin? <laughs> no, we gotta let's talk about this. I'm so excited to talk this about movie this. Suck, dude. Did, so I, uh, I'm just curious. So I liked it less than I did as a kid. Did you like it less than you did as a kid? Because you hated it as a kid anyway. Here's so first off, when you say kid, we weren't kids when this came we out. We were fifteen. We were I think I was sixteen. Oh yeah, I forgot you're older than us. Uh, I'm so old, like my mother. Um, <laughs> Are we the same age right now? Yeah, we're the same age right oh, now. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, you're old too now. Um, but so. so I'm old and bald and chunky. 15 or 16 <laughs> is too old for this movie in a way that I think everyone is too old for this movie. This movie sucks. Um as far as I could tell, there is nothing to like about this film. Um, except for Charlie, or sorry, not Charlie, Willy Wonka's coat game, which is on point. He has like a, like a velour, like pea coat. Like a maroon velour peacoat or something. I think it's like a it's like plum. It's like velvet. Oh, um, yeah. Whatever color you want to call it, dude, it is dope. And I actually wanted to wear an outfit like that to prom junior year, but it was really hard to find oh, that yeah. jacket and top hat. I like drew it out, dude. I was like, dude, I'm gonna find this outfit <laughs> and I'm gonna step up in there. I was hell skinny back then. I was like, I'm gonna pull up all skinny. In this dope ass jacket, and just like have Shanley be like rubbing up on me all night because she likes Shanley shops for clothes like blindfolded. <laughs> she closes her eyes and feels her way through the racks, and when something feels soft, she's like, "I'll take one of these, please." Yep. Doesn't matter what size it is. She's just like, "Yeah, man." Done. Yep. Okay. Uh, I do not like physical contact at all. What? But that's so normal. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I made physical contact with your husband on multiple occasions. Oh, you don't need to know whoa, the situation. Hey, not on the air, Matt. Jimmy is extremely soft. His skin is so soft. It really is. Is and that it makes me so angry? Is that so that you shop for clothing that way? Is that also how you shopped for your man? I think it is. <laughs> you accidentally rubbed up on him once, and you're like, ah. Well, yep. ironically, the... No, okay. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, it makes me angry because he never has to put on lotion or anything, and he just has the softest skin. Meanwhile, I, like, try to, like, put lotion on as much as possible, and I feel like... 
it's just it's not a lot think, of effort not worth you know no i think off. it's a filipino thing is it i've got dry skin yeah oh, it's the worst you people are prone to eczema. Whoa, whoa, whoa whoa what do you mean eczema <laughs> <laughs> eggs um, yeah we are it's weird you guys are and that's why we started this podcast to raise awareness i think it's because maybe since you're island people you're used to like a certain level of moisture in the air. You're an island person. Which the Irish one? Yeah, the Emerald Isle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, maybe that's I am soft because my ancestors have all been using Irish spring. Oh, okay. And it really just it's a it's an abrasive soap. <laughs> so your skin true. has to compensate for it. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's actually we start off incredibly soft and that soap just hardens you right up it's like uh it's like the opposite of tanning leather <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you irish people start out are you like kind of like you know when the amazing spider-man when dr connor's arm grows back and it's all like soft and gooey mm-hmm. is that what you guys are like yeah i mean have you seen conan o'brien He's like, doesn't that? he just look like that's what his whole body's like? <laughs> He's like the most Irish American there is. That's great. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about, we're how, talking dope, about how, how dope how dope Charlie oh. or Willy Wonka's, Willy Wonka's clothes. Was. I actually really like his gloves, the yeah. purple gloves. Mm-hmm. But I hate that they make like the chewing a rubber band sound. They're like a oh. yeah. I can't his, do it. Like yeah, you can. Yeah. Something kind of like that. Yeah, it's very like latex (laughs) pants. I'm going to do something for the sake of this podcast. Give me a rubber band. I'm going to chew on it. No. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to do it. Uh, Yeah. No, I like the way he looks. Um, I guarantee it. What do you think about his walking stick? Do you like his... I said that around Matt recently. And he didn't know about that commercial. What? What? Men's Warehouse? Yeah. What about Men's Warehouse? The commercial? What's the slogan of Men's Warehouse? Mm. Uh, Something like, get inside of it. Or something like that, right? Yeah, that's it. You're going to like how it feels inside of it. I (laughs) guarantee it. (laughs) Now, what is it? It's... You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. And it's even like on their walls. Like they write that on the walls. I'm more of a Goodwill kind of guy. Not a men's warehouse guy. Dude, well, that's a lie. And I know it's a lie. What? Because how do you know who Ashley is then? Oh, I do not like Ashley. It's from <laughs> the one time I went to men's warehouse. Oh, yeah. So, so you have been there. But I'm not a men's warehouse guy. Yeah. I don't know what it says on their walls. Okay, but you also used to go to Fresh Choice, which was right next to Men's Warehouse. Oh, yes, man. I did. Fresh Choice. Yeah, there we go. So <laughs> the point is, you've still seen the walls, Matt. Uh, I once had a, one and of. You've the, heard the radio. Go ahead, continue. Sorry. I once had a, my greatest movie line drop uh, in normal life. Because of a conversation about going to Fresh Choice. So, I don't know. Are, is Fresh Choice a chain? Or is that just where we grew up? I thought it was, but I don't know if I've seen. So, Fresh Fresh Choice was like Sizzler, but they 
alleged to be healthier. And what I think that meant is, is that just what the Sizzlers like somewhat. It I was like a it was like a Sizzlers it's a buffet. buffet, but Sizzlers has has a menu and a buffet. Sizzler has a buffet, or it is a salad bar. I'm sorry. A salad bar is very different from a buffet. What is wrong? <laughs> Not with when you? you're me, man. <laughs> okay. So, do you guys have a big like mixing bowl that I can just <laughs> tear up this salad bar with? With which I can tear up this salad bar. With which I can up tear this <laughs> salad bar. Whose salad bar they were tearing? <laughs> uh, so. Fresh Choice is a buffet that alleges to be like healthy, right? And so I wanted to go for. I wanted. Were they really? Was yeah, that that's, that's why they're called Fresh Choice. Oh my god! Every time I went there, I, I think that just means so that they poorly. use. They skimp on ingredients in their food. I think that that's what they mean. This mm. is low calorie because we used a lot less crust on this pizza than normal. Anyway, is anyway, the crust the unhealthy part? Yeah. Wow. So if you just use your, your bottom jaw to just... I thought it was like scrape the, the grease. <laughs> no, no. Common misconception. Mm. I'm trying to I'm trying to share my accolades. I want to hear. Thank you. So I suggested let's go out for burgers. And my girlfriend at the time was like, no, let's go to Fresh Choice. Instead, let's go to Fresh Choice. And I, and I said, no, I really am in the mood for burgers. My girlfriend was like, no, this... It, it, healthier let's let's try to make a good choice this time and so i was like all right fine we'll go to fresh choice and uh when we got there it was closed and i just looked at her and i said looks like meat's back on the menu boys but i did it in the in the urukai voice shane did you love that i don't don't tell her yet because i know you'd like to throw out the answers what do you think that's from? I don't know, but as always with Matt, when he says something, it goes right over my head. It's like, okay, that was a thing that I just didn't know the reference to. So That's how my children are being raised. They know sometimes to not listen to <laughs> they, me. He says that to them all the time. He's like, we're just saying nonsense. Don't listen. We're <laughs> <laughs> We're just being silly. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. You want me to give you a hint? It sounds like We've a... referenced it already. How about this? Man flesh. No? It sounds like a, it should be a villain from a Batman movie. Ooh. Yeah. Why can't we have some meat? What about their legs? They don't need their legs. No? No. It's, it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Okay, I, I, okay, I can hear it now. Very good. That was one of the best movie lines I've ever dropped in my entire life, and I'm I'm sharing it with you. That's all right. Thanks, man. <laughs> okay. I think I've heard you do better. Really? Thanks. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit there. Well, that's where you're wrong. I'm constantly giving myself exorbitant no, amounts of credit. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so where where should we begin with this? So we were talking about the clothing. Do you want? Should we just continue talking about visuals? Because I definitely have opinions on visuals. I so don't care. Like I just want to get through to you know beyond this film. This movie, we'll get there. Well, but, let, let but me ask this because so, I 
I, I loved the outfit. Is all I had to say. That's the only thing I can think of that I definitely liked. Nope, just thought of another one. But there's very few things I can think of that I liked. Okay, is that what we're doing then? We're talking about things we liked. I don't know. Whatever, Matt. I don't need structure in my life. I like to flow. You yeah. know, I'm like a chocolate river. <laughs> I just want to let the, you know, chocolate factory take me where it will. Yeah, chocoria. The, oh, the flow, dude, we <laughs> should make us like Hispanic <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. It'd be so much better. Really? What it? Carlos and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I am Mexican, just so everyone knows. Let's start writing this. No. Uh, can we talk about visuals? Are that- Filipinos Latino? Are you or Hispanic? I guess he, a lot of us are because, because of the the raping done by the by the Spanish. Yeah, the Filipinos are the Mexicans of Asia. We are, yeah. So me being Mexican and Filipino, I'm Mexican on both sides and Filipino on both sides because Mexico's kind of the Philippines of Central America of Latin America. And Texas, which used to be part of Mexico. Excuse me. Uh, Texas? Texas. Thank you. Uh, was actually not called Texas. It was called, was it called like New Filipinas? Was it? I didn't know that. It was it's something like, the like Republic that. Republic of... Oh, yeah. The, um, the New Re- Republic? Like, Rep- Republica Nueva de los Filipinas or something. Nice. I don't remember exactly how it went. Well, we boot, we got booted out of the Americas but quick, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. Vi- visuals. Why is are all the children glossy in this oh movie? Oh my goodness. But not like not like greasy glossy. They like have like a matte sheen over them. I feel like the makeup <gasps> direction on this was really weird. Can I just say that that's what I want to name my uh proprietary hair product? Matte sheen. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, the makeup choices. So wait, matte sheen. So is it matte or is it like a like dewy? So uh, I feel like sheen always makes me feel like kind of a wet. Okay. Vibe. Well, this this right? is a fo- no? this is why we're having this focus group so we can learn yeah, things like okay. that. I appreciate. It. We're starting with the name. We're keeping the name, and then we're, <laughs> we're so base the product after that. I'm yeah. sorry, I missed everything you guys are talking about because I was just confirming that Texas used to be called. Nuevo Reino de Filipinas. Wow. So it was not the Republic of the Filipinos. It was the, it was our reign. Yeah. So good for you guys. Thanks. Let's clap it up for the Filipinos. Yeah. So the makeup choices, Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think it was just the children. The children had this weird sort of like glaze over them almost. But okay. it was like it was like a soft glaze. I don't wow. know how to describe it. I feel like when I was, I remember looking at some characters, and I can't remember it was the kids. Like I don't remember what some people had it, some people didn't. But I feel like it looked like they had like a Snapchat filter on them. Mm. Like it was just like a weird like. Yeah, it's like almost like a like it a soft it, focus or like yeah, a yeah, deep texture, airbrushed or yeah. something. Airbrushed but is the perfect way to. describe I think it. that maybe it was just the children and partially Willy Wonka. And Definitely maybe, Willy Wonka. But he wasn't like as glossy as like Augustus, for example. I don't like the term glossy because that's not correct. Glossy is a like a reflectiveness. Yeah, okay. And I don't think they're reflective. They just look 
like it looked they looked like a uh, like a soft white light bulb they all looked like they've been hit with a real fine grit sandpaper like an irish spring bar of soap smooth finish to them yeah yeah but but willy wonka wasn't quite that airbrushy as like the kids and i'm wondering if like this was like an intentional choice to be like like a theme of like child likeness because the adults Mm. don't have it at all Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was very off-putting. <laughs> I also wasn't sure. Are you waiting? Are you in your head? Is that what you're? Yeah, I'm waiting. <laughs> Sorry. Go Here ahead. Go. <laughs> no one's gonna tell me to get off pudding. So <laughs> I'll no, wait. Matt, you gotta live your life, bro. I should be on pudding. Go ahead, Shanley. You were saying. Um, I noticed. I wasn't sure if it was an intentional thing for Willy Wonka. Just look gray. Yeah. I couldn't tell, but then also Mike TV, you could see the contouring and the blush. And oh, like, really? It just looked like his face looked dirty, but like I'm looking at it, it's like I don't think he is supposed to be dirty. Like I think that's supposed to be just the makeup, mm. but it, I don't know. It was like really distracting. That's weird. It just really made me question what choices for the makeup or the. Um, editing i guess was intentional and which ones weren't because I, I don't know yeah it didn't seem consistent throughout all the characters well the tim burton always makes his his characters in his movies like just white powdery but it, it felt a little different yeah i don't know if the exaggerated contouring that you're talking about was intentional but i think everything else was i don't know especially with like veruca and augustus gloop they were just really What's the word we were using? Airbrushed? Airbrushy. Airy brushy. Yeah. Airy and brushy, mm-hmm. if you will. Will you? No, definitely not. Okay. You Speaking- ask me if I will airy and brush? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm going to take a hard pass on that one. Well, that's good, dude. That was a test and you passed. All right. By passing. Speaking of airy and things, though, uh, something occurred to me watching this movie that really upset me. That had never occurred to me before. And it's because at the beginning of this movie, he says, like, uh, something like, These golden tickets can be in any candy bar, on any shelf, in any store, in any city, in any country all over the world, or something like Uh that. How come no brown people (laughs) made it into this contest? Everybody there is is white-skinned. Do you need me to explain to you how white people are advantaged in our society? Is that something you're unaware of? I just mean it just felt, feels pretty I don't heavy-handed. think that Willy Wonka's chocolate bars get less expensive the further they get from the factory. And I think oh, that... Oh, so you're uh, saying that people of other skin colors can't afford the chocolate is what you're saying. I'm saying that they probably don't have as good of odds of like, what's the uh, Veruca's dad shut down his entire factory and had all of his employees working solely on opening chocolate bars. Well, the Indian Prince Pondicherry hired Willy Wonka to build uh, an entire palace made out of chocolate. So they, there are wealthy non-white people in this universe i'm aware of that but there's still only six people that are going to win and also you have to be someone who is willing to 
spoil your children and I don't think that brown people tend to want to spend that much money spoiling their children. Can I share something that I maybe like I have a racist thought that I didn't realize that I might have had? (laughs) Okay. I don't know why, but I kind of feel like white people seem to like chocolate more than other people. Is that like a weird word? I don't know why. What do we like? Peanut butter. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like my family like I feel like my family likes like like sweets, but like candy and like ice cream more than like chocolate. Interesting, Jimmy. My mom loves chocolate. Hmm. Oh, she does. But well, my mom's disgusting and likes dark chocolate. Like the yeah. more pure cacao it is, the Excuse more me? she likes it. Cacao. <laughs> <laughs> She's very specific with the kind of chocolate, but it's not like all chocolate. Yeah, I okay. mean she does though. She'll like she'll like chocolates that are normal. But she gets more, like, specific with it. She's very weird with the chocolates. Okay. I, I, I think I've answered but my own question. she loves chocolates. Okay. I thought my answer was good. I feel like you guys should have backed me up on that and you left me hanging. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm uh, piggybacking on yours, actually. White people like to ruin their children. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do, Jim? I think half of me will. Half of me but Shanley is, I think, her mom is, like, born in a different country. So I think Shanley has a little bit more of that, like, what my dear friend Joey Coco Diaz calls an immigrant mentality. Okay. That's, like, a little more, like, now I'm going to toughen you up. Like, you got to get it together. Gotcha. And I think Shanley's got a little more of that in her. I hope so. So I, I... <laughs> You're going to be tough love all day. Good for you, Shanley. I had an experience, uh, in, an ego experience uh, from Ratatouille, if you will. What? When when you were talking about that... that oh, I thought you were talking about like, like, like a my, deep my introspective... Ego. Like you're, you had like an ego experience. I did. Like, <laughs> ego from yeah. Ratatouille. Uh, cool. I had a flashback no to childhood. No one remembers that movie, so this is good. A flashback to childhood... When I would say, hey, mom, can you buy me Captain Crunch? Because they're... Or no, no, no. I'm going to use a real example. Like a squeeze pop. No. <laughs> mom, can you buy me Smacks cereal? Because they have this uh, Adventures of Atlantis submarine that goes into... Like, it dives down in the, in the tub when you bring it with you into the bath. And my mom looked at me and said... No, we get the generic brand. If you like that kind of cereal, I'll get you this brand. And my point was like, I don't, I don't like the cereal. I want the damn submarine. But so that's why ethnic people didn't go to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory because their parents all bought them the generic chocolate. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like there so was I, a, there was a lot of minority parents who were like, dude. You're not going to win, so no, I'm not buying that for you. Like, and we're not going to gonna switch up our purchasing just so you can maybe go to a factory. Like, what are you talking about? Mom, somebody gave me a Wonka bar, so I get a chance now. No, to prove a point, I'm going to throw <laughs> this away. <laughs> so that way you can eat your generic chocolate and you learn your lesson. Only five kids were brought to the factory this time. 
Mm. Okay, thank you for solving that for me because it really did. It really did blow my mind. One thing. Well, I also think it would have been problematic if, because obviously Charlie Bucket's going to be white. I mean, there's got to be limits. Uh, but if we let all the other kids be minorities or people from other countries. And they're all bad and kids. And then they all start getting, like, drowned <laughs> in chocolate and tortured, and they're singing songs about all this bad <laughs> stuff that's happening to them. It probably sends a, a rough message that the studio wouldn't sign off on. I, I'm not trying to be super, like, snowflakey, but why does Charlie have to be white? Come on, Matt. You were just touting this Carlos on the Chocolate Factory. Oh, thing. yeah, because that's a whole different movie. <laughs> I think we're having fun with it. But, you know, you're going to trust the whole factory to... Oh, my gosh. Would, because I love ethnic people. (laughs) Stupid. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's going to stay in. (laughs) I think it might. I think it was fine. People are going to love that. (laughs) So since you've been talking about what kind of candy... My family likes. I've been thinking. I really wish you know, you had we're ice all cream. talking about that. We've been talking about that for hours. <laughs> Go now on, Jim. We've been talking about this whole podcast. Uh-huh. I'm just sharing where my mind has been. Did you just say mind mind? <laughs> my mind. Because you're born in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is where my mind went. Yep. <laughs> to das chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go. Ver est der mind. <laughs> okay, go ahead. That does it. Just Where? Just you didn't share what kind of... What do you of... mean that's it? You didn't ice say cream. anything. I want ice cream. I wish we had ice cream. You're saying you, you th- want You must ice have cream? thought that. I don't think you said you that out loud. You didn't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> I oh. thought I had said... Do you want me to go get you a mango popsicle? No, because I, I don't want to eat it. Did you say in front of the microphone? <laughs> yeah. We'll mute you. <laughs> Perhaps later. Mm, okay. All right. Let's get on to something else. So this is this is terrible. Um. Not only do we do we have to watch this crappy movie, but I'm also getting canceled this week. So that's fun. Okay. Uh. Thing. Okay. Things that upset us. Then let's have some fun. Wait. Well. So wait. Before we do that. Uh, I had a realization. When did I have my Grandpa Joe realization? Remember? I was like, wouldn't shut up about it for a while. I don't know. It was when we lived in Los Angeles. I think it was sometime last year. I don't know. Sure. The Grandpa Joe. It might have been right around when we got married. I realized just randomly, and I really don't think this was inspired by anything. I'm sure other people have thought this before, but on my own, just on a day, I hadn't watched Willy Wonka or anything. But it just occurred to me that in the old film, Grandpa Joe is very likable. Uh, He's the one who gets to go to the factory with Charlie. But I realize he's a terrible person. Because the premise is that all four of these poor grandparents have to share a bed so that their kids can like feed and take care of them. But they can't yeah. walk. They haven't been out of the bed in a very long time. They can't go anywhere. They can't do anything. They just wake up, sit in the bed, 
talk to the same three other people, <laughs> sometimes their kids or grandchild, and then go back to sleep. And they're that's they're, the life, dude. I don't know. I don't know if they're like <laughs> Shaylee's beginning that now yep. with her pillow fort. <laughs> yep, I'm leaning back. I am relaxed. Yeah, you like it because you're alone on the couch. But I don't know if the grandparents are alternating, like in between each couple is someone else's feet, or if they're kind of like. Legs are all. <laughs> I think it's like, a one a leg. Tangled. Yeah, I think it's one leg like, so, and the, somebody else's so, leg. The other so leg. Everyone's and then like the footing leg. someone else's genitals. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if it's like that, but either way, I think I was thinking about marriage and I was thinking about spending my life with this person because I love them, and what that looks like long term, not just now when we're young. And healthy, and we get to just run around and be carefree, but like into the long haul. And I'm like, dude, this jerk is really sitting there and just letting his wife have to live like this with two people who they may not have anything in common with. They don't know these people, they don't necessarily like them. And his wife has to just constantly live in the filth of this other couple. Because that's like just what he could do. And then his grandson is like, I get to bring someone to the factory with me. And he leaps from the bed <laughs> and dances around. Me! And just like, I'll go with you. Well, and just ditches his wife, leaves her in the bed with these other people, goes on a big walk, and he's fine. <laughs> like, he doesn't struggle. He doesn't have a cane. He, he doesn't does. have a wheelchair. It's just the cane, Charlie. Yeah, but he's dancing. He's running. <laughs> he's floating around off the fizzy, bubbly drinks. Fizzy lifting drink. Don't yeah. make it sound ridiculous. And it, he's he just doesn't give a shit about his wife, is my point. He ditched her so fast, and it's wrong. And I think that while he wasn't as likable in this one there was a grandparent that stole my attention basically and that is grandpa george who had no screen time in the first one but it was nice to hate him grandpa joe in the realization that i had he did he's a less likable version in this but he's the same basic idea but grandpa george gets so much more screen time and was maybe he's the thing where earlier I was like, oh, there's one other thing I liked. I, I want to get Grandpa to, George is the shit. I want to get to Grandpa George, but but you brought up a lot about Grandpa Joe, so let's 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 sit on the filth like he did. Yeah, let's for sit a little in the bit. filth <laughs> of the bed. I think the reason why in the first in in the original Willy Wonka that Grandpa Joe was able to go to the factory because he was the only one in that family who could sing a song. And he sang the hell out of that I've Got a Golden Ticket song. It's one of the best songs of, the, of that movie. And, and then who else can compete? Charlie? He doesn't sing in the entire movie. Uh, excuse me, Mrs. Bucket, who sings the Don't she Cry sings, Charlie song? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, like that can stand up against I've Got a Golden Ticket in okay. your dreams. Girl How many up, more Jimmy. times does Grandpa, jo- or Grandpa Joe sing after getting the golden ticket? He doesn't have to. He already clenched it. Well, that's stupid then. Because... No. That's the that ridiculous his... premise for earning your right into the factory. It worked, though. Oh, my God. Is this a Filipino thing? Is it because you guys have such an affinity for, for singing karaoke? talent? 
that all of a sudden, yeah, that you're like, you earn your right to leave the bed. <laughs> you earn your right to go to this factory by singing and providing entertainment for the family. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Well, be okay. So, the reason why we are performance centric people is because it's the idea of like, oh, if my kid gets famous, then they can buy me things, and so, <laughs> and so, and so, it's like, oh, grandpa can can sing really really well and he taught his daughter to sing but her songs are drab and they suck he's really got it so if he goes to the factory maybe he'll get he'll get famous and he can buy his things so now do you get it no but i accept it chanley what do you think about grandpa joe taking into consideration both of the grandpa joe's old grandpa and the new grandpa who is considerably older than the old grandpa i think it's probably just like how this character is written that he's been laying in bed for like 40 years and then at this opportunity literally jumps out of bed does a dance and goes for a fun field trip rather than like you know helping out around the house getting a job doing anything like hey man you uh you can move all of a sudden why don't you uh, roll your wife over, you know? Let her heal some of those bed sores, perhaps. Mm. Give her a foot massage or something. Yeah, a foot massage would be lovely. Anyways, um, so I feel like his character just kind of sounds man. like a jerk. Okay. Interesting. And he's a weirdo. And he's whole, he's hoarding money, guys. Oh, yeah, the money hoarding. Oh, yes, he keeps money in his rectum. Yeah, <laughs> damn near killed him. <laughs> Am I the only one who thought that that's where he was pulling money out of? No, we talked about it during the movie. There's not a lot of room in that bed. He can't move a whole bunch. That's the only place he could be He definitely it. did a reach yeah, to well, grab yeah, it. Yeah, the old reach around. That's not what that means. <laughs> yeah, and he, he's hoarding money. In the in Willy Wonka, it's it's his tobacco money. Oh my god. Yeah, that's how Sorry, what? In Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory, uh-huh. Grandpa Joe's hoarding tobacco money. In this one, he just says it's his secret hoard. Yeah. He did say that. I remember you were like, his secret what? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Wait, it's it's so weird. He gives Charlie the money and he says, go to the store and, and, and buy the first bar of chocolate and bring it back here and we'll eat it together. And then in the movie, in this one, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, it looks like he dies. (laughs) <laughs> he just kind of like fades and his eyes close and I guess he fell asleep but I definitely looked like the uh, the precipice of death approaching did anybody else think he was dying I mean it kind of did seem like it was his last dying wish <laughs> when he bestowed the money to um, Charlie but, but you know what kept him alive is the idea of hey if Charlie wins, I gotta take this opportunity. I can't die and let somebody else take this chance. Dude, I was also pissed when. So first off, they this this family's poor and they're starving. Uh huh. And Charlie gets the first chocolate bar, right? He doesn't he like find money and then he buys a chocolate bar with it or something. The first chocolate bar he gets is his birthday gift. From okay. The oh yeah. 
And he's like, I want to share this with everyone. Okay. And Grandpa Joe is like, no, you eat it. Like, speaking for everyone <laughs> in the bed. And I understand, like, in general, that's, like, a reasonable thing to do. But everyone else in this bed is about to die. And <laughs> they actually can't get up and dance around and do whatever. <laughs> and they're starving. And they're going to die soon. And this kid, if he makes it, is probably going to get a lot more opportunities to eat chocolate. Okay. And I feel like it's wrong for him. I think he could be like, I'm okay, Charlie. Like, you oh, know, I see. Okay. You can have my share. And maybe set a tone for the other grandparents. But he doesn't need to be shaming these people who have zero joys left in life <laughs> into like be like, Oh, I spoke for everyone. You have to relinquish the chocolate to the boy that he just offered us. Yeah, but wouldn't have done sort of the same thing, especially when the dirty old bastard <laughs> then takes this ass coin and gives it to him and is like, go buy another one and we'll have a secret late night chocolate bar that we do share this jerk shut everyone else down no one else gets this birthday chocolate and then he gets to split second chocolate with charlie that's true it's a he's very a good jerk point. dude he is. he's a bad person <laughs> this is butt coin i really like how passionate you are getting about yeah. this it's yeah. upsetting and it I, I said it i said during the movie i was like um grandpa george is hella cool and Grandpa Joe is a scumbag. <laughs> and you said Grandpa George is a scumbag more than Grandpa Joe. I said that? You said that. And I wrote down, Matt says George is more of a scumbag. And but I said, I we'll think, talk about it during the recording. Interesting. Maybe I, maybe I meant that in... Well, we'll, well, we're still on Joe. Is there anything else to say there? Uh, I mean, we didn't talk about this, and there's not really much to say about it, but... When they show the flashback that he worked at Willy Wonka's factory before all the humans were fired. Uh-huh. Um, Excuse me, humans? Oompa yeah. Loompas are human. No, they're not. <laughs> yes, they are. No, they're not. He asks, they ask, are Matt, they, are they real entire, people? It's an entire race of 55-year-old men who are one foot tall and look identical to each other. Yeah. That's not humans. a human thing. Wow. They're inhuman. Justice for the oomps. They're disgusting and I hate them and we'll get to that. Okay. Wow. There's some heat on that. As yeah. coming from a short brown person, I'm like I'm a, I'm a little offended. Shanley, if you looked like the Oompa Loompas in this film, I would kick you away from me immediately. <laughs> You're nothing like them. Do you think that you and them are the same? Oh wow, my this, goodness. This is how the parents spoke in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, you're going down a dark road right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys like them? Were you guys like, oh, they're they're so charming? Uh, We're not there yet. Well, no, no, no. Now we have to be here. You don't get to make Dude. me seem like a bad person and then, and then just drop the conversation. You're wrong. We're not going to respond to this. Let's just You're... let that hang there. Uh, did I like them? I liked some things. Overall, I don't like the Oompa Loompas, but I wouldn't say they're disgusting and I wouldn't say they weren't people. They're not people. 
They're mythical creatures. In in the movie, she says, are those real people? And he says, of course they're real people. They're Oompa Loompas. Yeah. He's a liar. <laughs> Famed liar and anti-humanitarian Willy Wonka. No, he's got so much generosity that there's nowhere to contain it. That's a to song contain that he it. made up. To contain it. To contain, to, to, to contain, contain, to contain. contain. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, he's a bad person. These are slave creatures. I don't support it. He should have just given them some chocolate and moved on with his day. Uh, yeah, you didn't have to do that in exchange yeah. for their <laughs> um, unending He's a work. bad man. And also he made them come up with all these songs and do all this weird stuff. And I don't think he made them do that. I think he did. Why? Because he, he orchestrated this whole event. And you, you said that he like, trapped... I don't think he trapped any of the kids. He set traps for the kids. I think the kids did that You don't themselves. think that the Mike TV thing was set up? No. Which one was that the kid, the He kids traps set- him inside of a TV. The kid's the one who chose the TV room. Yeah. Okay, man. You're such a sucker. <laughs> I can't believe you fell for that. You mean a lollipop? And then the girl whose dad owns a nut factory what? is a bad nut. What? <laughs> a nut factory, Matt. <laughs> I never put that together. It's all set up, dude. He had the bad gum for the gum girl. Gum girl. Okay. Uh, can we just please recognize that Grandpa Joe is married to Grandma Josephine, who is the old lady from Duplex with Ben Stiller and Drew Barrymore? Gross. I think her I think her name is Mrs. Connolly in it. Is that mm, what her name is? Yeah. She says blueberries. <laughs> I said that at the store when I bought blueberries two days ago. <laughs> Shanley loves that movie. <laughs> I like that movie. It's good. Okay, so anyways, no, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you defocus here. Shanley's loving it. Give her some joy. I'm not going to let you guys get off the hook of this. You're going to sit here and tell me that the studio he didn't make a mistake. Stole my underpants for sniffing. <laughs> Duplex. Sorry, it's good. It's a pretty good movie. You're going to sit here and look me in the oculars and try to tell me that the studio didn't make a huge mistake hiring Deep Roy to play a one and a half foot tall army of 55 year old men that set traps for children and then sing weird songs about it. You think that that was a great decision? I, I didn't say I think it's a great decision. Why wasn't it a great decision then? Because it's weird. Is it because oh because they're weird? I didn't say they're weird because they're it's disgusting. Weird. <laughs> I didn't say they're disgusting. <laughs> I love Deep Roy in he's badgering a witness, Your Honor. In Eastbound and Down, he's hilarious. I, uh, but this is a creepy decision. On I, I will honestly highlight part. a few parts that I that I really like. Uh, Deep Roy's performance. I like when he's Dolores. <laughs> Hi, Dolores. Is he's like the, the secretary. <laughs> yeah. And then he like 
kind of tilts his glasses, his tips his glasses. I think you're mixing that with the glasses tilt when he's the therapist. Uh, okay, well, and the second one is I like when he's the therapist where he goes, you are very good. And then he just not deep Roy just nods like, oh, hell yeah, I am. That's a good one. I, um, I really, really, really like the Veruca Salt song. The hippie one. Yeah, we know. I love that song. I like that the the Oompa Loompas come and they they tug on the pant leg every time they're trying to get someone's attention. I think that's very funny. So I do like some of these things. I don't think it was the best choice. Having them all at one identical person is, I think, it was a poor choice. Thank you. Well, I, I agree with that. Very it's not the same. They're, they're not, disgusting. And they're not human beings. Because they're not, they're proportional human beings shrunk down. They're not like little people. They're like, they're like shrunken down the same person. And they're supposed to be like cute or like interesting or something. And it's just like a dude. It's just an old man <laughs> shrunk down. That's not an attractive thing to do. Like, no one's like, oh, 55-year-old men, but tiny? I want that all around me all the time. <laughs> but the same 55-year-old men. Shannon, if we could shrink your dad to be oh, one no. foot tall and then get, like, a thousand of no. him to just do things for us, would you be into that? Okay, well, not... Is it creepy? I, I do agree. The one person duplicated is creepy. Then stop acting like I'm being insane. I would just feel weird if we were to take my dad, shrink him down, and clone him, then saying, oh yeah, that's not a human being. Okay, but that's not what happened here. It's a species that lives in the jungle that's not people. There's no species. They They are people. There's no females, Shanley. Dolores. That's not a female. That's an outfit. (laughs) Is it Dolores or Doris? I think it's Doris. I don't care. Which is funnier. It's not a real name. It's fake. Why would one <laughs> of them be a therapist? When did they go get their medical license? I don't know. Who knows? They haven't had enough time to do that. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's upsetting to me that you guys are defending this. I'm this not is defending a terrible it. decision on the studio or Tim Burton's part or whoever. It's the worst I love the Oompa Loompas in the first one. I despise them in this one. Okay, that's fine. I'll take it to the grave. Okay, uh, I have for you, Jimmy, a list. I hate this episode. <laughs> I have for you a list of 55-year-old men who we might prefer being the 55-year-old Oompa Loompa choice. Ooh, yes, let me hear. Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. We into that? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> He's Derek, uh, Derek Shepard. Yeah. Oh, the main dude? Yeah. Or which the, one is he, Shanley? You know I don't know their names. Have you seen Can't Buy Wait, Me Love? On. Which one is he? He's McDreamy. in Scream 3. Matt, zip it. <laughs> which one is it? He's McDreamy, the neurosur- neurosurgeon. Oh, yeah. Uh, nope, not into it. Okay. All right, moving on. Ben Stiller. Now, McSteamy? I would have taken McSteamy. I think that's adorable. Okay. And sexy. Well, we're, I current is that a man or is that a woman? Mcsteamy? Yeah. You were the one who knows everything about Grey's Anatomy five seconds ago. What I just know about? he's on Grey's Anatomy. I know him from Can't Buy Me Love. He's McDreamy in Grey's Anatomy. Who's McSteamy? Is that a woman a or a man? McSteamy's another man. Okay. Well, and he's a better man. 
frankly. Maybe he's on this list. Okay, Ben Stiller, 55-year-old man. <laughs> I think I would love that. I would be in it. I don't think so. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I would like him more. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. The comedian? No, definitely not. I don't know That's who this scary. Is. He's Negan. Okay. Mm, I don't think I'm in yeah, it. Yeah, no. He's Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman. All right, the, here's a ringer. Okay. Charlie Sheen is 55 years old. Uh, no. You wouldn't want little Charlie Sheen's running around? No. Rain no. Wilson. No. Mads Mikkelsen. That's hella scary. John Cusack. Uh, you know who I would take? Jack Black. He's 51. Not quite there yet. Jack Black would have been a great <laughs> well, well, alt production of Carlos and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I would love Jack Black as the Oompa Loompas in Carlos and the Chocolate Factory. That would be good. How do you say it in Spanish? In, in La Fabrica de Chocolate. Okay. So it would be Carlos y La Fabrica de Chocolate. Billy is Zane. There, is there like a word that just means like a place that makes candy or like a place that makes chocolate? Probably. Like chocolateria. Maybe. Or something like that. Maybe. It should be. Okay. Well, we'll let the Spanish we'll write know. a letter to the King of Spain. Billy Zane is 55, Jim. No, that's terrible. Jeremy Piven is 55. Jeremy Piven. <laughs> no, I don't like this game that we're doing. I think you need to pick the next couple good ones and we'll move on. Uh, okay. Scott Adsit from uh, 30 Rock. <laughs> He's the divorce oh, guy. absolutely not. <laughs> no? No way. No. Okay, let, let me see if I can... Oh my god, what's his name? Um, Alec Baldwin. Would have been hilarious. Baldwin. I don't like any of this. I don't like the concept. It's not about Deep Roy. It's about shrinking down an elderly man... An, like he doesn't look youthful for a fifty-five-year-old. Well, he's he's, wearing he's very that youthful. Age. He does all sorts of things. <laughs> okay, um, it's Come the concept. On. They shouldn't have been okay. the same person. It should have been a, a society of people. of people living there. If there was a whole bunch of like, and I also just I think that it just looks weird having like people proportions. And a, and a shrunken down like that. It's just strange looking, you know? Gotcha. I agree with that. Move it. Can we move on? I didn't want to do this. I wanted to wrap the show up five <laughs> or ten minutes before we started this conversation. So can we move on to talk about Grandpa George? Yeah, please. <laughs> okay. Grandpa George and Grandma Georgina are the superior grandparents in this story. Is Grandma Georgina the one that's not, like, aware of what's happening? <laughs> yeah, she's the, she's the one who forgets everything. Yeah, she was great. <laughs> Jimmy, do you feel like you can connect to this movie, or to Charlie, because he has two sets of grandparents that are, what is it, Joe and Josephine, and George and Georgina, and you also have a set of grandparents that are similarly named? Mm, you mean Bernard and Bernadette Hurd? Yes. No way, I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that? That's amazing. And their first two children are Bernard Hurd II and Bernadette Hurd. Junior. Junior. <laughs> Alma Junior. Alma Junior. <laughs> I didn't know that. It, do, you, do you feel a connection with Charlie? Yep. What kind of connection? 
sexual <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel, I, I don't really, I guess. I'm trying to go with it. I didn't expect a follow-up question. Yeah, sorry. I guess it's more of like... <laughs> I'm waiting for your yes anecdote. Yeah. What? I'm waiting for your yes and for Shanley. So, yep, I'd feel it. And it's great. Nice. Yep and... So, Grandpa George. Let's talk about Grandpa George. Yeah. You wanted to talk about him. You Go ahead. Take the lead on this. No. I, you I, I, you rewatched this several times. I already have forgotten the funny stuff he said. Because he was hilarious in the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie that he was in. And he was talking shit about everyone. <laughs> he was, like, basically just keeping it real. Grandpa George is a G. And then we sat through, like, an hour and a half of no plot and just things happening. And I lost it. So, he's okay. hilarious. I can't remember anything he said. Well, there's, there's one point where he says, like hell. And I don't remember what it was. Do you guys remember? Um, I took a note of one of his quotes, but I don't think it was that one. What, what have you got? Um... It was when um, Charlie finds a ticket. He's super excited. Or he's super excited, and then he's like, oh, actually, you know, people came up to me and offered me money. I should just sell that because we are poor and we need the money. Right. And then Grandpa George says, only a dummy would give up a ticket for something as common as money. Are you a dummy? Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. That's good. I like that one. Grandpa Joe doesn't say anything that awesome. No, he's just... Greedy little bastard. <laughs> With coins in his butt. Yep. <laughs> in his prison wallet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he did say, uh, mark my words, the kid who finds that first golden ticket will be fat, fat, fat. <laughs> and that was kind of funny. I I just I think it's charming when old people say really inappropriate mean things. things. Yeah, that, that's when you're allowed to. You got to wait till you're that age. And he, he boy does he. So I, I found the quote. It's uh your mom and I thought maybe you can open your birthday present early tonight. Here you are. Maybe I should wait until morning. Grandpa George, like hell. <laughs> it's really good. Uh there there's also the part where um where they're all talking about what a horrible person horrible young child Veruca is. And uh I think Grandma Josephine says, What a beastly child and Grandpa Joe says something, and then Grandma Georgina says, Terrible! And Grandpa George goes, You don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> she goes, Dragonflies? It's really good. Can you imagine what a different story this would be if Grandpa George went to the factory with with Charlie? Uh, it would be awesome. Oh my Except gosh, I want to see that. Because no one does anything in this movie. No, I, I think he would just be trash-talking all the children. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for that. <laughs> Maybe giving them a smack on the back of the head? Um, <laughs> I do also like... Uh, it's the same joke, but I'm going through find found some of the quotes, and after Augustus uh, gets the first ticket, it shows the buckets watching TV, mm-hmm. and George says, Told you he'd be a porker. <laughs> I really appreciate that he needed to say I told you so. I respect that. That's that's really good. 
I don't remember oh why. Oh my god, dude. What? I don't know if this is going to be good either. This is a great one. Charlie Bucket says, they're, I guess they're talking about the factory closing down. And Charlie says, but it didn't close forever. It's open right now. And Mrs. Bucket says, ah, oh, yes. Well, sometimes when grown-ups say forever, they mean a very long time. And Grandpa George says, such as, I feel like I've eaten nothing but cabbage soup forever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's her dad. Yeah. Which is really <laughs> And that's also right before Grandpa Joe says, don't share any of the chocolate with these other people. <laughs> but I'll give you money to buy a second chocolate bar and we'll share Just it for the two of us. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Uh, there, there's also that great scene where... Um, Mike TV's being interviewed in on the news, and the reporter says, "What are you going to do with a lifetime supply of chocolate?" He goes, "I don't know. I hate chocolate." And then Grandpa George goes, "Well, it's great that you're going to a chocolate factory, then you." And then uh, Charlie's dad has to cover his ears as he just <laughs> touts a, a just string of profanities. I assume. Uh-huh. And it's a long time. It's a long yeah, time. That was really fun. I liked that. Um, also, when Veruca gets the golden ticket, Grandpa George says, she's even worse than that fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty He crazy. just keeps harping on the overweight thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's I great. Like him. He's yeah, awesome. I like him and I like Georgina. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's the mo- more realistic grandparent. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Bitter he's the most and... real human being in this whole movie. Hmm. Yeah. I propose that we have a new segment on the show where we pick a... Uh, a favorite character in the movie. Do you guys like that idea? I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. Deal. It, Grandpa George is definitely up there, I think. But I, I also really liked the the shop owner when uh, when Charlie finds the money and then he goes and he buys the chocolate bar uh, off of that guy who's in his shop and he's like, "Oh man, the last golden ticket and in my shop." And then everybody's like harassing this young boy to, to give them his ticket. And then the the shopkeeper steps in and says, "Hey, leave him alone. Boy, go home. Don't talk to anybody." Or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. I like really liked him. Thought he was a good guy. As he was cool. He's a good guy. But Grandpa George Yeah, it's insane that you would even try to act like that's comparable. I don't know if it's comparable, but he he was a stand-up for me. Okay, I didn't say it was. You're ordinary today. You did too say that it was. That's why we're talking about him. I just said I liked him a lot. And I said he's a stand-up for me. Wow, 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 wow. Like hell, Jim. I hate that you're always like, oh, this guy did the right thing, and I like that. All right, Boy Scout. That's cute. Let's entertain people. I'm drawn towards good things. Ugh. That's why you repel me. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock is fun. You repel me. Yeah, that's good. He probably would make a really good Willy Wonka, right? Benedict Cumberbatch? Uh, he could. Sure. I don't like that they put him in everything these days, but I think he would have done a great job. And he can do big hair, too. Because Johnny Depp's hair in this is awful. It's terrible. Jeez. Everything about Johnny Depp in this is terrible. I don't like his voice. I don't like his stupid face. <laughs> I don't like his weird traumatic backstory that sometimes he goes, Papa? Yeah. Oh. Whenever anyone does anything about family, he like looks off to like the upper right of the frame. 
mm-hmm. and is like lost for a moment. It's terrible. And he can't say moms and dad. He yeah, can't he say like, parents. Nope. And it's like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I love, I know, never mind. I'll refocus. What do you want to talk about next? No, go ahead. The only thing that I loved besides the outfit, the only thing that I loved about this character or the performance or whatever is the mumble gag. <laughs> the recurring mumble gag with Mike TV was hilarious. I loved it every time. Where he yells, Mumbler! <laughs> like, you know, if you're going to mumble like that, no one's going to know what you're saying. He just like keeps it, he keeps clearly pointing out that what Willy Wonka said is nonsense. He's like, you know what? You're mumbling again, and I can't understand you. That I really, I do like, he, he has some good, like, snootiness towards the kids that I really enjoy. There's a, there's a, somebody, one of the kids says to him, like, I love chocolate. And he goes, me too. I never thought we'd have so much in common. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. And, um, when Veruca says that she wants one of those squirrels and he just blatantly goes, they're not for sale. She can't have one. <laughs> it's, it's really good. But see, the, the, the thing is, even that stuff, the reason why it's not as good as Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka, and I, I know it's not exactly fair to just compare them to each other, but you make a good point. Both of you, you guys have said, like, there was no reason for this movie to be made because there was such a good adaptation. That may not have been the most faithful thing, but it's a, it's a good movie. This didn't have to happen. But... Like that it, Willy it, it, Wonka, uh-huh. it, his snootiness, it's a part of who he is as a functioning human being. It's not just an act for Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. It is who he is, and he's a fully conscious, sane human being who is being over the top and being crazy, but on purpose. This version of Willy Wonka in, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is he's a stunted man-child. Yeah. And that makes, like him snapping at the kids grosser it's i can't enjoy it as much as like with with what they did with gene wilder's willy wonka character because he's fully conscious about what he's doing and how he's being weird and mean to these children whereas (laughs) whereas this one he he doesn't really know any better it's just who he is and that's not as likable yeah i don't know no, I agree. Like the character doesn't have like any growth. It's hard to agree with that because the only thing that I like about this Willy Wonka is when he's mean to the kids. I like it too, but I don't like it as much as when I Oh, when... I for sure agree, but I'm just saying when you say that like it makes that part gross. It's like, well, I don't know if I feel like it's gross because I liked that part. I just don't like the whole concept of this film. I feel like it's just less good. I feel is like my it point. could exist. Like there could be a Tim Burton or a like a other person creating like a dark retelling of this story. They're getting a prequel. Timothy okay. Chalamet is playing Willy Wonka, which sucks. That sounds stupid. I know. It is does. it a prequel to this, or is mm, it just it's, its just own a prequel thing? to the story? Yeah, it's a like a Cruella thing. Wow. So what did someone say? You know. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory wasn't super popular, but the thing people really loved about it 
is that they finally got to see some of Willy Wonka's backstory. Yeah. So let's just run with that. <laughs> yeah, the backstory <laughs> is the funnest part. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, no, that's terrible. I know. Um, and Christopher Lee is dead. Because he was good. I like him as just a horrifying dentist man. It was a great performance, but it was not a welcome addition to the film. Not a welcome addition, but I, I think it's... I think it's funny where he says, you know what, <laughs> why not, uh, why even risk whether or not you're allergic to chocolate? Let's just go throw <laughs> all of your Halloween candy into the fire. Do you just like that as a dad? Heck yeah. Is that hilarious to you? <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me, but I, my parenting style is different. I would. Oh yeah, you don't do that? <laughs> I would confiscate it and I would eat it myself. Yeah. I wouldn't throw it into the fire. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And I like how petty his dad is that he was so... That he moved the house? <laughs> that's, see, that's some sham shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. If you leave, I won't be I won't here be when you come. get back and the entire and the house is gone. <laughs> that's pretty funny. And all he did was like walk through the hall of flags and then go back home when it closed. That, that bit doesn't work for me. It was very stupid. It's but... really done. So it looks like he's traveling the world, but really he's walking through the hall of flags. Yeah, it's, it, it would have been funny dumb. if that was a thing that existed. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing that existed. <laughs> but it's also just not the it's not the same brand of comedy that the rest of the movie tries to do. Which brand of comedy does the rest of the movie try to do? I don't know. But th- that was like really like slapsticky. That was very um like a Nickelodeon cartoon sort of thing. I don't know. It wasn't very good. I didn't like that bit. It didn't work on me. You're right. It is what that feels like. Mm-hmm. But like like a modern cartoon like yeah what, what the kids today watch Ugh, kids Ooh, today i know that look we're about to lose shanley you see that head tilt <laughs> she's going down i'm real comfortable uh-huh. she's bucket grandparenting it right now <laughs> <laughs> all right um violet beauregard song was especially bad i don't remember why but i wrote it down it's chewing 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 Ugh. chewing 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 it's because they say chewing over and over again. And, and it's so loud. It's just like bouncing balls in your face. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Shanley, did you like any of the dancing or singing in this? Um, My favorite musical number was when they first got there. Or when the kids... The puppets? Yeah, uh. the puppet show. <laughs> they burst into flames. Yep. Yeah, that's really funny. The Willy Wonka song. Yep. And then later on in the movie, there's the oh yeah the the newly developed uh, the puppet hospital and burn center, relatively new. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, no, that you're right. That's a good song. I liked. Um, I noticed that one of the lines. Oh shit! Let me pull it up. Um, for that old puppet show, they're talking about how great Willy Wonka is and that he's a, the amazing chocolatier. And the first thing they actually say about him is he's modest, clever, and so smart. And I just love the idea of starting it off like, oh yeah, he's modest. That's wonderful. Yeah, I was a fan of that as well. Yeah. But that's nothing compared to the Gene Wilder limping out on the cane letting go of the cane and then doing a somersault and welcoming everybody into his factory yeah can't can't beat it we mostly didn't like this movie i guess around the around the room i i did i enjoyed it i didn't enjoy it as did much you as you like the 
the dude who got a whole palace made of chocolate. I know we mentioned that earlier. Prince, you mean Prince Pondicherry? Yeah. Did you love that part? Did I love it? Did you like it? Are you gonna some sit here and really try to even quantify that instead of just saying no? I didn't like it, and it, what really <laughs> bothered me is bef- right before that, Grandpa Joe says that Willy Wonka found a way to make chocolate ice cream that would never melt. How mm-hmm. could? But but Willy Wonka was unable to make a chocolate that wouldn't melt. It's like within the same sentence. Yeah, so it just make that my building out of ice yeah, cream. Yeah, making out of chocolate ice cream then. What bothered me about it is why would you hire Willy Wonka to do that? Like, why wouldn't you just reach out to him and get a deal on the large amount of chocolate necessary to build your palace, but have a contractor mm. make the palace? Like, why would Willy Wonka know anything about construction? Wow. That's an absurd concept. That and really maybe that's why me. it was so unsafe. I mean, but I guess, honestly, though, looking at the way that went, if I had the money to hire Willy Wonka to make me a chocolate palace, and I knew if it's a hot day and the building starts to burn down, then me and my girlfriend are just going to be, like, covered in chocolate, and we get to just, like, walk away, you know? Because he was fine. It's not like they, like, boiled alive and molten chocolate. (laughs) They just walked away. So, I mean, I'm kind of like, hey, if I got the money, bro, like... Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Like, treat no, yourself. I, yeah, you know, and just have some fun. Okay, I get that. This is something that's really important to me. Okay, when they go to enter the factory, a crowd of people has formed outside of the gates of the factory. Okay, and they're all standing there, and they're being held back in like a semicircle outside the gates by security or the police or something. Kind of looks like the same people who all went out in, like, synchronization on their bikes. Uh-huh. Um, but whoever these dudes are, they're holding people out. All the adventures happen. The end of the movie, all the kids who didn't make it through are walking out deformed, except for Veruca, who's just dirty. Yeah. And as they leave the factory gates, the crowd is still standing out there. And oh, are they? There's a shot. Yeah, as all the kids are leaving, there's uh, uh, the crowd is still being held back by security or whatever. Why? Why would people be standing outside of a black, just like dull factory, all day long with nothing happening, no entertainment, no music? There's not anything at all. They literally just spent the entire time that they were in the factory. People are just standing in the cold hmm. outside, pressed up against each other, against the security barricade. What was that about? I mean, I guess, like, this is a big event, so w- were they all, like, news people? Or no, were... it was, like, just the townsfolk. You don't you don't think that they were just curious enough about, like, what is it going to be like when they get out? It's just a bunch of looky-loos. Looky-loos? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's pretty stupid, I guess. But do the kids who leave the factory still get? I think they all get a lifetime supply of chocolate. Well, that's awesome then. Sure. Are we talking about that? Is that up for debate? No, no. I just I like that. Good for them. I mean, it sucks for Mike TV because he's arguably the most deformed uh, because he's all elongated because they had to put him (laughs) in the taffy puller, and he doesn't like chocolate, so he kind of got screwed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. But he's also he was also the worst kid, I think. No, 
Really? Farouk is the worst kid. I actually was impressed with how he won. Like, he... Everyone yeah, else was kind clever. of like sheer luck or by the girl with the rich dad. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're rich. But he actually, like, put in thought and effort. And he only bought one chocolate bar. And he knew that that was where he at least thought there was a good chance of that one being a winner. I mean, it was right. Yeah. Yeah, but he... He does pretty brutally say, a retard could have figured this out. Yeah, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, he's my favorite of the kids, um, but I think he's the worst one. What, Jim? No, no, you're not setting me up again. <laughs> I've already said enough in this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, so you said Veruca's the worst one. Yeah. She, yeah, she's obnoxious. I don't like spoiled white <laughs> Damn. Right, Shanley? Yeah. Tell them the what time it is. The girl who plays Veruca. Daddy, I want another pony. Yeah. That's the first thing she says after getting the golden ticket. Her dad shut down his whole factory, probably had the girl who tried to steal the golden ticket killed. And the first <laughs> totally thing she says, did, yeah. the first thing she says is, now I want a new pony. Yeah. Mm. She's in riding gear, so she already has one. She just wants a new one. Maybe she killed it. That's probably. how she wants a new one. I do. She's the worst. Do <laughs> you really upset at her? I just I feel like anyone that comes off with that kind of attitude is just like, yeah, you don't deserve to win things. Okay. Yeah, she's the least deserving. Like Augustus likes chocolate. He deserves it kind of. He eat more candy. Yeah. <laughs> I kinda like it. Yeah. Um I think my TV is clever. I like, I like when he tells Charlie, like, do you want some chocolate? Well, then you should have brought some. <laughs> That's elegant. <laughs> so you said you like Mike TV. I don't like Violet at all. The Soul Surfer girl in this movie. Who? Violet. The, the Beauregard. Girl? Why do you keep saying yeah. it like that? Like that's a thing. If you you said that before, I don't know what that means. Soul Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you we guess we grew up. In... Soul skaters. It's somewhat like that. The Soul Surfer is a movie about Bethany Hamilton. Uh, who is a surfer in Hawaii who was attacked by a shark, and then she learned uh, how to, you know, surf well only having one arm. Uh, is she the one who like lives on like that buoy for like a week or something? No, and the shark's like circling her, and she's, that's like, uh, Blake Lively. You're not gonna get me, movie. shark. I think it's called The Shallows. That one. Yeah, that's not the same thing. Yeah, that's a, in the shallows. Jack Black. In the shallows, you must wait. Until the dice roll five or eight. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. No, Soul Surfer is like a Christian movie, and it's not good. Ah, okay. My dad probably likes it. <laughs> he probably does. But Bethany Hamilton in real life is super cool. She was on um, The Amazing Race mm. one year, and she was incredible. <laughs> well, Spoiler alert, it's the white one. <laughs> that's The Amazing Race. <laughs> There, there's a woman uh, competing against Bethany Hamilton in The Amazing Race who goes, it's annoying. She's good at everything and she only has one arm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. She was amazing at everything. But anyway, the girl and plays... it's true. She only had one arm. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. True story. The girl who plays Violet Beauregard plays Bethany Hamilton in the movie Soul Surfer. Okay. Carrie Underwood is in that movie. Who's who's your favorite kid in in the Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? I don't think that I really liked. What I liked about the original one is that 
the main characters were all likable. I feel like Charlie, Grandpa Joe, Charlie's and Willy not likable, dude. He's so obnoxious in that movie. I liked him. I thought he was a good guy. Was I thought he was like crying. The, what? He was always crying because he didn't get a golden ticket. I thought you'd be into that because you're all sensitive and crying. No, dude, don't cry, bro. Get over it. Wow. There's Toxic bar- masculinity much? There's barely any tickets in the entire world. You got three chocolate bars in the He's last few weeks. He's watching awesome. his grandparents die in the living room. He's Matt. not thinking about that. He, all he can think about is the chocolate. That's not true. It is. And while his mom has a job making soup out of dirty clothing. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I think I think she like she's like a launderer or something, but he right before she sings Don't Cry Charlie, he visits her in the workplace and she's just got a cauldron full of clothing and she's <laughs> stirring it with a big wooden spoon. That's awesome. Does that ring a bell? Yes. <laughs> it's hot clothes water. Mmm. Just a smack of clothes. <laughs> I feel like I've been eating clothing soup forever. Um, so while Shanley's gone, uh, at one point, when after um, Violet Beauregard is taken away, Willy Wonka's talking about that eating gum is a disgusting habit. And Mike TV says, if you hate gum so much, why do you make it? And Willie says, once again, you really shouldn't mumble because it's kind of starting to bum me out. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. Yeah, he's got some good lines. I feel like that. I just, I love... That he's committed to just messing with this kid on that every time he says anything. It's well, he, he he does have a vendetta against him because because what, he doesn't like chocolate. No, because uh, Mike beat the system at the beginning of the movie. He says, mm. "Oh, you're the one who cracked the whatever, whatever," and so maybe that's part of it. That's funny. I like it either way. And then what he what he said he says different things to all the kids, and then to Charlie goes, "And you." Well, you're just lucky to be here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, where where should we go from here, you guys? Is there anything else to talk about? Do you guys want to do some popcorn? Do you guys have any lines to award? I literally have nothing. Nothing else yeah, to say. Yeah, I think in essence, the way that I feel about this film is, while it's not as, like, deplorable as other films we've seen... Nothing about this will ever make me want to watch it again. Really? Never I, again? There's not a single thing. I don't like any of the music in it. I thought that the puppet song was like a brief breath of fresh air in an otherwise unremarkable film. And some of the lines made me laugh when people were being mean to people, because I like that. <laughs> um, but ultimately, there's nothing that justifies this film's existence. Does that mean that uh, you're going to rank this at the very bottom, which will then bolster No Dessert Dad until you mow the lawn? I First off, that isn't my last place film. I know, but it, it, it's your second to last. And so if this becomes your last place one, then that makes No I Dessert believe, Dad. Yeah, I think No Dessert Dad was third going from worst or least likely to watch. Oh, man. It's waking. It's making its way up the list, bro. Who knows? Time will tell. But time uh, will tell. Yeah, this. Th- I will say that I did a poor job selecting this week because this, this was all you, Jim. 
Oh, and you this didn't is even talk your, about This Matt. is your category, your spin, your choice. You you came up with the category of adaptations. So this is like your baby. This is the this is your brainchild. Yep. Um I did a poor job selecting this week because you didn't even mention that you listened to the entire audiobook of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory since watching this film. Yeah. But I think that while this is definitely the less enjoyable film version of that story, yeah, I don't know if I could say that it is a bad adaptation in the sense of being an inaccurate adaptation. Yeah, that it's like it took something good and made it bad. I think that it is possibly the more accurate. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I do. Uh, it is. It is incredibly accurate. Uh, even the, the dentist father part. No. So the prince part, the prince part. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. Um, but the, the ending of that story is even more abrupt than it is in, in the movie. Uh, and all of the backstory stuff is made up for this. Willy Wonka is rude to the kids, but then it's a little bit more like a transformation of Gene Wilder's performance where, once the the charade is up, he's like, "Oh man, I'm so glad I you know that, that you bring your entire family at the factory, my dear boy." You know, like he's more benevolent at the end, whereas in this movie, even after he gives the revelation to Charlie, like I, you know, I I actually always believed in you. I thought it was going to be you from the beginning. He's still also a jerk because he's like, "Your family can't come. Why would you want to be around them? I hate my family too." You should hate your family. Like, that's not in the book. Um, what I would say is... Was the book... Uh, so, one thing that I felt was missing with this is that there's no point to anyone being there. In the book... Or, sorry, in the in the other film... What is it? Like, Slug the Earth? rival candy Slug maker Earth. approaches all the children and is like, steal their stuff and I'll give you money. And, you know, let me in on what they're doing over there and, you know, all this stuff. And that's, like, a test for everyone. But, like, that gives some kind of agency over, like, you know, what are these people going to do? Are they going to be respectful to the person who's giving them this tour of their factory and this gift? Or are they going to do something bad? Right. And it's interesting. Right. Especially when we look at a boy who's impoverished and... Is like, yeah, I should probably take this opportunity to improve my life. Oh, that's... I had something in my notes that said, the poor know the hustle. And I didn't know what I meant by that. (laughs) But I think that that's what I meant. It's like Charlie was like, oh, dude, I'm going to sell this. Somebody offered me 500 bucks for this. Yeah. He did want to do that, and I liked that. And I was upset that they talked him out of it. I get what Grandpa George was saying, but I did feel like... You shouldn't have sold it for $500. No. But some idiot would... I mean, clearly, Veruca's dad was willing to shut down production at his nut factory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he paid He paid his... His entire he paid, staff. He paid his workforce to shut... To then also unwrap the chocolate that he was that also, he also paying bought, for. Yeah. And just wasting it, presumably. He's definitely he the kind definitely, of boss that wouldn't let them take the the chocolate home. The way they were doing it was absurd. They definitely should have like 
carefully opened them, saw if there was a ticket, and then resealed them and sold it. Mm. Like, I'm assuming they have food certification stuff yeah. that they should be able to do something with that. You're a smart guy, dude. Um, well, yeah, you know, you know the hustle. <laughs> the um, porn of the hustle. <laughs> but I definitely feel like Charlie was on the right track, and they should have just been like, someone's going to be willing to pay us, like, a lot of money. They probably could have gotten a couple hundred thousand out of that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Move into a house, get a second bed, get a third bed, go crazy. Get a roof without Beds a hole for in everyone, it. you know? Yeah. Dance floor for Grandpa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> get get one of those uh, chairs that Sparky makes that stands up people who can't stand. Get one of those for each of the grandparents. Yeah. I want to respond to what you're saying about that with Slugworth and with the wanting mm. to, to, to sell the ticket those things are not in the book the the slugworth part at least and it it was created in the willy wonka and the chocolate factory wow. version cuz that's the also best also the fake ticket that somebody allegedly opened oh, yeah that's not in the book either so but that ha- actually is in is in this version as well right um is willy wonka and the chocolate factory an accurate adaptation of the book less so than Charlie and the chocolate factory. But I think it's because Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory improved on it. Roald Dahl's book is a book for kids. It's really just the bare bones of the story. Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory added things to it to make it a little bit fuller. There's music in it. There's subtlety. There's the, there is the Slugworth thing. We have Charlie and Grandpa Joe breaking the rules and then getting into trouble and and almost losing his opportunity to to be the big winner. So I think Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is a little bit better than the story of the book itself. So in order to making a movie that's more accurate to the book is like a step in the wrong direction. You see what I mean? Yes. I, I'm not trash talking the book at all. It's still a very creative, very good book. But Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory just made it fuller um, because it, it changed it from being a children's story that children can understand and made it a just a kind of something that everybody of all ages can enjoy. And and so after after reading through the book, I understood and was able to appreciate how accurate tim burton's version of it was to the book it's pretty cool pretty neat and if i understand correctly um the screenwriter that he chose to adapt the story he chose somebody you'd never seen willy wonka seen the original movie and because he wanted it to be as accurate to the book as possible and again i just i i think that that was a wrong decision yep this is bad mm. let's move on with our lives where is it in the rankings okay do you have more to say about this? No, dude. I, I'm pretty tired of talking about it, honestly. Yep. Shanley, why don't you talk for like 20 more minutes about the book or the <laughs> the movie, whichever one, and then we'll move on. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not familiar with the book, so I can't speak on that. But if um, it's a choice between Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Ch- Chocolate Factory, I would definitely choose Willy Wonka. Do you think that I failed at bad adaptationing because this isn't necessarily a bad adaptation? No. Because Matt still likes this movie. And 
he thinks it's more true to the book. So at least in Matt's feelings of it, this probably shouldn't be a bad ad- bad adaptation. I see what you're saying, but even though the newer movie was more true to the book, if people don't want to watch it, like I still think that it's okay to be in this category. I I, th- I think that you were successful in this too, Jimmy, because you wanted to watch something that really disappointed you. And that was your goal. It, it's kind of like with Highlander, The Quickening. You wanted to choose the worst one, and you did. So I'm too good at this. You're very good at it, and I think you should give yourself a backslap or a toast. It goes to the Jimmy at Christmas who needs it most. Mm. Let's talk rankings then. Who goes first? Shanley, because she's conscious still. Um, so it definitely um, ranks lower on the scale for me. I put it at number 14. I am more likely to watch The Phantom, and I'm more likely to watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory over Russell Madness. All right. Is... No Dessert still your last movie? It still is. So wait, sorry, what number is this out of 17 films? It is number 14. Wow, that's pretty good. No Dessert Dad, still number 17. Jaws for the Revenge, numero uno. Wow. What about you, Jim? No, you go next. Okay. It's his spin. It's my spin. I go last. Okay. Uh, I, I put it really high. I put it at number five. Wow. And I, and I was pretty close to putting it at number four. That's crazy. Um, I I know I had a lot of bad to say about the movie today, but I I overall enjoy it. Wow. I I like it. So... um, it's because you liked the music. I mostly didn't like the music. I I like the Veruca Salt song. I like the Willy Wonka song. I hate the Chewing Chewing song. I hate the Augustus Gloop, Big Fat Greedy, Nincompoop. And whatever noise the Mike TV one was... I didn't like the music. I really like the Veruca Salt one, though. So, okay. Um, but I, I put it up at number five. I was initially put it at four. I put it above Jaws the Revenge. But then I put myself in the position, like, if I invited people over for movie night, they probably have seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I would be like, let me show you Jaws the Revenge. Let, let's experience this together. Mm. So I made sure that Jaws the Revenge is, is higher. Mm. So... Uh, number four, Jaws the Revenge. Number five, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Number six, Triangle. Interesting. Very interesting. I put Triangle at six because uh, triangles have six sides. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's interesting. I like that. <laughs> All right, so for me, um, I actually did a couple other uh, changes on my list, and then I had to go back around. I kind of got lost. So I mostly reset it just because it doesn't matter right now. But the one change that I kept, not relevant to this placement, but just still interesting. I had Triangle at number nine. Because Triangles have nine sides. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, got it. And um, I had Time Trap at number 11 with Steel in the middle at 10. Okay. And I switched those. So now Time Trap is number nine. And then it's steel and then triangle at 11 because triangles have 11 sides. (laughs) Um, 
And so that's where that is now. I thought that was interesting. Just reevaluating it, I couldn't and abide discovering that. how many sides that a yeah, triangle. Yeah, it's, it's once you that look into it, it's crazy how many sides they have. Um, I'm learning so much. Yeah. And uh, I put Charlie in the Chocolate Factory right after Highlander Two: The Quickening at number seventeen. Wow. So Charlie and Chocolate Factory. The film okay. that I am least likely to watch on movie night. Ex- explain to me the situation. Let's that it's between those two. You can, you come in on a movie night, and you're like, oh man, the only two things that are on are Highlander, to the Quickening, or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Why do you choose Highlander two over that? Because Highlander two, the Quickening, didn't make me angry it while didn't? watching it. No, it was bad. But it didn't make me upset. Okay. Uh, I am un- I I am angered while watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and it's a similar feeling to what this concept for this category was. It's just not a book that I'm like enjoying the memory of and feeling betrayed by. Um, it's just with a film this time. So gotcha. it still is, as I'm watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, all I'm thinking about is, God, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is so good. Like, this sucks. And I like Tim Burton. And I honestly, we don't have time to get into it right now. But I think it's mostly unearned. Uh, I think Tim Burton is very overrated by myself and probably other people. But I I think that... Um, but you like him. I, I do. I think I like him. And I don't think that I should, but I like him. I like Johnny Depp and they just both let me down with this. So it's uh, bothersome. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, I would rather watch Russell Madness. I would rather watch Highlander to the quickening. I would not want to watch Charlie and the chocolate factory. That's my list. That's my rankings. And you sticking to it. Shanley, are you shocked? The Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is number four for me. I am. I it's thought crazy, it was going to be right? way at the bottom. Yeah, right? Like, it should have been at the bottom. <laughs> Shanley fell asleep, guys. That's what just happened. <laughs> Shanley did not hear any of that. Weekly Watch Wheel Yahtzee. Weekly Watch Wheel Yahtzee. <laughs> because uh, Chocolate Factories have four sides. <laughs> mm, yeah, I did not know that, but you find out new stuff every day. You know, it's interesting. I didn't hate this movie, but I hated talking about it. So maybe... Maybe it's going to go lower for me. There's nothing to this movie. It's a waste of time. There's some stuff that I like, but and yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So that that, that baffles me. You this is what, kind of though? triangle sy- syndrome for me. It doesn't baffle me because I think that most of the time people wouldn't want to talk about this movie because it sucks. But I think that when it's a Matt Abad spin night, I don't know why you would want to talk about anything. I feel like you're so get my ready on. to get your spin on, right? Uh, is it that time? I think it is that time, but we need to wait and just acknowledge the fact that uh, my phone didn't go off at all. No. <laughs> it didn't go off at all. I made sure to silence it before coming out here. So, I, I mean, that's great. I'm actually very excited about that. Thank you. Um, can I say one thing that we might want to cut in 30 seconds earlier? Or not 30 seconds, but a little bit earlier. Shanley, is Tim Burton overrated or is that too bold for your husband to say? Um, I 
really respect that, like, I think it's cool that someone has their own style, you know, mm-hmm. that he stays with that. I don't know if he's overrated because I do think some of his movies are good, but... What are what are some Tim Burton movies that you like, Shanley? Um, I like Sleepy Hollow. Hell yeah. Um, Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Um, what else? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, duh. Do you like that? Yeah. I have not heard you mention any of these films ever. I think it's like, it's not my thing, you know? It's not your thing. So you're just naming Tim Burton movies well, right now. Well, the movies I like. like I'm uh, not... Out of the ones that he's made. Yeah, like. But you, you've seen these and you like them? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. It's crazy. I did not know what, that. What about uh, James and the Giant Peach? He barely was involved in that, right? Really? I think so. I know he, he was barely involved with Nightmare. It. My favorite Tim Burton film is Big Fish. People have said that. I've never watched it. Uh, it's one of my dad's really favorites. good. It's, it's like a dad movie, it's right? It's one of my dad's favorites, but it's very good. Um, James and the Giant Peach was directed by Henry Selleck. Uh, is that the same director as Nightmare Before Christmas? That is the same director as Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. He's also the director of Monkey Bone, Coraline, and other things. Sure. So he's kind of more the Tim Burton guy yeah. than Tim Burton. Gotcha. But, yeah, I, I really like Big Fish. I think you would like it also because you're okay. dad. I am. And True also, story. Um, it's got Obi-Wan in it. Yeah, and you and McGregor. Cool. Yeah. Fully. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any hopes for this week's spin? No. I just want to let it happen to movie me. Movie jar. Movie jar. Yeah, movie jar is always oh, fun. But I'd be disappointed I honestly, if it's movie jar this time. I would too because I want movie jar. So I don't want either of you to get movie jar because that'll just push back the next time I could possibly get it. Yeah, because the wheel will refuse to do it. I actually hope that one of you gets movie jar because... There's not less choice in it. It's it's really random, mm-hmm. based on whatever's already submitted. That's yeah. why I don't want it. That's the chance. Is there anything you are hoping it's going to be, Matt? I've been really wanting to do the Razzie Award, uh, and we we still haven't done that. I don't want that. That sounds terrible. Well, no ado on this one. We jumping in. I think I predicted this in my mind. This yeah. is really exciting. So I don't I'm think gonna it's e- the Razzie. No. I thought this was going to come up. I know that sounds like a lie, but I kind of like felt it in well, my young digital. So now there's no way to prove it. Matt is faking it currently. It's still there. Jimmy, I'm going to need your help with this one. Oh, nice. Is it really? Am I going to hit up the boys? <laughs> You're going to hit up the boys. We got Thomas and Taylor's boys. recommendation. So who are Thomas and Taylor then, Jim? Thomas and Taylor are my real best friends. Mm-hmm. They are twin brothers that I played football with growing up and also did things that some people would question the legality or morality of. Some people, do you mean police officers? Possibly. <laughs> Who, who's to say? Okay. Um, but they're great dudes, and they're each a quarter Filipino. So together, 
they equal another half Filipino that's important to me. Hey, that's like us. Yeah, uh, I got tons of those. Half Filipinos are like the majority of the people that I care about. Wow. Um, you hear that, Matt? We're just a dime a dozen to him. Wait, oh, whoa, whoa, hey. We're half Filipino, so we're like a, a, a nickel, a two dozen. Hmm. Because you always get a deal with the Filipinos. <laughs> you do. Um, <laughs> and we're not good at math. But yeah, so so they're they're good. And growing up, they were the family that was always down to just... When there was like a blockbuster film that came out, and it was like off the shelf, and there was like the knockoff version of it, they were the family that was like, dude, let's just go for the knockoff. Like uh, what? An example that I always think of is when King Kong came out, they had a VHS that like was produced specifically for that. But it was back when VHS and DVD rentals happened in stores. Okay. And so you'd go and the shelf would be empty for the physical copies of that film. So next right. to it would be a movie called The King. And it was also about a giant gorilla. <laughs> okay. And you'd just be like, eh, my kids want to watch King Kong. That's close enough. And you grab it. Or you don't, you're like a grandparent and you don't know the difference. And people are like, ah, damn it. Like, this isn't the movie. <laughs> um, they're the ones who were just like, yeah, we're going for that. And they really appreciate. Would they do that because King Kong film. wasn't there? Or if King Kong was there, they would still be I like, I don't know if I it started that way, but it's that just as a premise, they go looking for films that no one else watches. Knockoff movies. It's like, they're always like, dude, like this movie that no one's ever heard of, it's so funny. And it's like a horror movie, but they're like, it's hilarious. And so that they're full of that. So how do we go about this then? Because I don't really know Tom and Tay very well. So what we should do is we should reach out to them and get a number of film recommendations from them. Okay. And then I think you just get to do what Shanley did with Ariel. You go through that list and you choose one. Gotcha. Do you think they're going to recommend things from all different genres? Or is there a genre that they tend to prefer? I have no idea. If I had to guess, I would say that there will be at least some, if not entirely, horror films. Okay. But they're complicated beings. So (laughs) I think that they'll either have horror films or they will have films that have like a real deep, like personal like conquering your demons and like achieving something like a um what's that movie with sandra bullock in the the football (laughs) like the blind side yeah like something like that they like those kinds of movies i think they do i think it's like horror or the blind side that's what we're gonna get do they have a collective like shared interest in movies do they have different tastes or do they have that one singular taste because they're twins because they're twins separate beings yeah um, do not, they each have only half a soul or do they each have their own soul? I don't know if they have one, but <laughs> they are definitely, at least with films, I don't think I've ever heard them disagree. I feel like they're both like, yep, like that's correct. Nice. All right. Well, I'm excited for this. Shanley, you excited for this? I am. Excellent. Shannon's excited because she was just saying that she really wants to watch a horror movie. She was saying that. Mm-hmm. So what kind of horror movies chance. do you like, Shanley? Like I like slasher the bad films? Ones. Well, but like, 
Like what? What kind? What um, subgenre? Slasher films, ghost movies, demon movies. I learned recently Jimmy doesn't like demon movies, right? Uh, I didn't say uh, I don't think I like them, but <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if it's that I don't like them. It's that they're the only ones that actually scare me. Gotcha. Like everything else, I can like get a jump scare and it's fun and whatever, and then I move on with my life. But uh, specifically, demonic possession lives with me for a while after. I'm like, ooh, like I can't. I like sit in bed thinking about it like for a while. <laughs> because of because of my worldview demonic movies don't scare me because i'm like dude why don't you just say in jesus's name go <laughs> like that's where my mind goes when i watch those movies well if, <laughs> if it was that simple matt they wouldn't make so many movies about it maybe not not enough people call upon the powerful name of jesus it, how come that the exorcist wasn't a short film then why did it take the dude so long to figure it all out because why was uh, it linda blair's character didn't Call upon the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. Shanley, what what kind of horror movies like monster movies? Um, I really I don't know. I like I like them all. I like the variety. Um, I really don't like when people move people or things, mostly people, move in ways that aren't natural. So the best one I could think of is, um, the girl from The Ring. Oh, this is like contorted. Um, my stepsister used to chase me around. She used to be very good at crab, like crab crawling. You know, like she chased me around the house like that, and I (laughs) ran down the hallway down into my bedroom, and I slammed the door. And right when I slammed the door, she like had ran like after me down the hallway, and then ran up onto my door and was pounding. On my door like that. Like upside down? Yes. That's awesome. She's, <laughs> that is like haunted me. Um, but yeah, I don't like when people move in weird ways. So um, I think you watch It Chapter 2 not yeah. too long ago and then you saw the weird. Oh, the old, old lady? lady? Yeah. Weird oh, lady I love dance down that. the hallway. Yep. That's so funny. That freaks me out. Like that actually, that does scare me. It makes me feel really <laughs> uncomfortable. But I can't, like, I just can't let myself, like, not watch it. Like, I, because it scares me, I feel like I have to watch it. I have to face those fears. So I like, I like movies um, that are scary like that. I can I, do, I can try to find a way to do stuff like that around the house to help you not? overcome your, your fears. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Um, I like kind of like the cheesy, like not actually scary, you know, okay. scary movies. So I like slashers because I feel like that those are usually pretty predictable and like have a comedy aspect to them. Mm-hmm. I like the psychological thrillers. Oh, um, like like Cell with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, I remember <laughs> falling asleep in that one. Wow. That's all, and that's all I remember about it. Yeah, I remember I got pretty decent rest that night. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not too much of like a monster. Except I feel like sometimes, like, I'm thinking of, um, like, Blade and... Mm-hmm. I feel like some of those, um, I guess you call them, like, monster movies. Like Twilight? Know, like, no, no, Twilight's its own, diff- its own kind of bad horror. Okay. Jimmy, can you ask Thomas and Taylor if they know of any werewolf movies? 
Can I ask them? Yeah. If they could, like if they now? would, rec- no, no, no. When when you reach out to them for their recommendations, can you ask them if they might recommend a werewolf movie? No, I think that's cheating. I like werewolves. Yeah, that's okay. I don't think that's allowed. Shanley already uh, set the model. Screwed this up when she asked Ariel to tell us bad movies. This is our chance for redemption. I'm going to ask Thomas and Taylor to recommend movies to us. Gotcha. And that's it. And At what point are the are you going to finesse it so we get to watch a werewolf movie? Never. Is that like a soft never? Have we gotten a match choice well, yet? I'm soft, so it's always... Strictly Matt? Yeah. Strictly Matt was did. no dessert dad. Ah, uh, wasted. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I was thinking of something recently that I wish I would have chosen for Strictly Matt. Oh, was but... it um, Squanchy? <laughs> Squanchy? Oh, uh, yeah. What was it? Squanchy um, Strikes Back? Munchy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's have a blast. We gotta watch that movie again. That guy right? looks like a werewolf. Werewolf? All right. Yeah, wolf. Right. <laughs> Let's tie this up. This was great. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. So, my name is Matt. This has been Jimmy and Shanley. And we've been your friends. And we've walked this journey together. And we will see you all next week right here on the Weekly Watch Wheel. Where we'll watch a Thomas and Taylor recommendation movie. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Weekly Watch Wheel. If you had as good a time as we did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend about us, maybe even leave us a review. Hit us up on Twitter at WKLYWatchWheel or via email at WeeklyWatchWheel at gmail.com. Peace! It's the Weekly Watch Wheel.